Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. Oh, breathe in the magic that is the Friday. We have so many great things that are, that are percolating on the show. I'm going to wait to get to Tommy's wardrobe, my mood, so many things over the course of the weekend that are going to happen in sports. We're going to hit every one of them. Thank you for being here. Happy almost weekend, pre-weekend. What's a pre-party? If it's a pre-party, then it's a party. That doesn't make any sense. So I guess pre-weekend is similarly off-base probably. Why are you shaking your head, Tom? You you think a pre-party is a real thing? Isn't working from 9 to 5 a pr- the pre-party before you go to the party at 6? Whatever's not the party. Working 9 to 5 is not a pre-party. No way. Right, because pre-party is before the party. Yes, but it's like getting you ready for the party. You got party vibes. Yeah, there's streamers, there's shots, there's a drunk lady in the corner. That feels like an actual party. I don't need the pre on the party. I'm in the mood today. 855-212-4CBS. Diesel looks nervous. A sports writer on Twitter, sports R-E-I-T-E-R. Andrew Bogish, I think he's on Twitter. I, I can't, I don't know. He'd have to tweet at me or Tom for us to know. But but let's say that he is. At Andrew Bogish, if that's a thing. What? What's going on? It's a little pre-party joke. No? I'm just wondering how we're going to get through these two hours today. We aren't. Get ready. Uh, at Diesel CBS. Who's dressed like a farmer? By the way, I went out last night with a buddy. Don't really didn't know his background. Turns out he's from a small rural community, kind of a farming. Oh, the music's gone. Kind of a farming background. I'm from a farming background. Amazing, like connection. Coming today, thinking about sort of where I come from. D Cell is basically on a tractor with his shirt he's wearing. I say you look like a farmer, and he takes it as a put down. You have to understand, Tom. I brought you into the family. Brought you into the fold. You, you know. Nothing wrong with wearing that sort of red and white plaid button down that's good for the harvest and to keep you warm. I'm going to take a line from my wife. It's not what you said, it's how you said it. It is a wife kind of line. Well, in that case, nothing I say is going to go well in a lot of my relationships. Uh, Nick Costos is going to be on the show in an hour. Odyssey Gambling Insider. Can't wait to visit with Nick. We've got buy or sell, as we always do, to close out of the midway point of, of next hour, Bum of the Week which is going to be a, a jam-packed collection of bumdom. We've got a bunch of really good candidates. Uh, Frank Reich is, is, is the new head coach in Carolina, and I like it. I like it. I think it's a good hire. Oh, I'm going to do it early. 
everything's going to be all right in Carolina. So we'll get into that a little bit. We'll do some, yeah, it's going to be a show, Tommy. Is, we're going to get into some NFL picks in about 20 minutes. But let's start here. And again, 855-212-4CBS, you want to you give us a call. And no, if you're wondering, nothing broke yesterday that results in me getting free stuff. The, the, the ongoing scam has taken a, a pause, but I'm in a city. i got to go to an airport today. There's a good restaurant at the airport, so, so, so I'm hoping that maybe a table will fall on me or a chair won't go down, and it's all free stuff all the time. I've, you know what? To quote Match Point, the really, really good uh, Woody Allen movie that's overrated, I have to admit I've gotten used to a certain way of living. That's a, that's a dark turn because of where it goes. But for me, it's just the free stuff that accidentally arrives. But you got to be careful when you get used to something that you don't think that it's actually what your life is and what defines you. And this is an important warning, not just for would-be scammers like me going through America, getting free crap because stuff keeps falling and breaking on me. Maybe for the Cincinnati Bengals, this can apply too. Yes, you have won some games against the Kansas City Chiefs. Yes, you won the most important game, at least for this group of Bengals players, of your entire career at Arrowhead last year to make a Super Bowl, and that's an amazing accomplishment. It's an amazing thing, even though you didn't win the actual the actual big game after that. But those games, those, what, three consecutive victories over Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs, which for so many people mean or are a big part of the puzzle that adds up to looking like a Bengals win this weekend, that that is an important thing. Each of those games were within a possession. I think, Tom, did you tell me? I haven't looked at the three points. Three points? Three points. We've had Joe Theismann on the show. Bengals victory. We've had Brady Papinga on the show. Bengals victory. I was watching CBS Sports HQ last night because it's dang amazing. Pete Prisco. Bengals victory. Danny Cannell. He's still on there. I love that guy. Bengals victory. But one of the things that can get in your way is to buy your own hype is as Kirk Morrison, our buddy who's been on the show a lot, played for the Raiders, his coach used to say, which is such a dumb and weird expression, dumb's not fair. I understand it. I shouldn't, ju- I shouldn't be critical. I say weird things too. Smell yourself. Because to me, like, you should smell. Oh, it doesn't smell great. I should shower. But that's not, don't buy all the hype. And we know now, thanks to our guy Mike Hilton, who's a, what, cornerback for the Bengals, who got caught on a high, hot mic, thanks to NFL Films. Um, I'm going to play this for you. It is some smack talking in the extreme. You probably know this, but let me just... There are certain places and certain communities that mean something beyond the actual venue or the spot. I lived in Kansas City for seven years. I wrote out the Chiefs on and off for, I don't know, four of those years. uh, Been to games. Many, many good friends from from Kansas City because my kids were born there. I lived there. Arrowhead. Kansas City is not the biggest city in the country. It's not New York or L.A. or Miami or Chicago. It's not the smallest market on earth either. It, 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 it's a very medium-sized town in, in the sort of pantheon of sports teams. And they take enormous pride in their team. And Arrowhead almost has a, for, for lack of a better term, and I hope it's not disrespectful, almost a religious air to it. Even when they're not good, it's special. Kaufman, the K, baseball, stadiums next door, uh, the ballpark, not the same thing. Right? Special when they're playing well. Arrowhead is special, and it matters to Kansas City. And so to talk smack about the Chiefs, by, I know this is the intention, talking smack about Arrowhead is not a good idea. It's not a good idea. And I'm not one to make fun of puns since I can't go 30 seconds without making one. 
But here is Mr. Hilton caught on a hot mic after the Bengals won that game to advance to play the Chiefs in the AFC Championship game this weekend that will be played at Arrowhead, renaming that storied venue because of the confidence, arrogance, maybe too far arrogance, the Bengals now possess. We'll see y'all in Burrowhead. Yeah, baby. Let that sink in your mind. We'll see y'all in Burrowhead. We'll see you in Burrowhead. And I'm going to. I was going to say I could pontificate about how, how stupid that is to do, to put that out there, to get Bolton board material, to fire up a Chiefs team that, again, I know the Mahomes ankle makes this a, for lack of a better term, wobbly proposition. See what I did there, Decel? I also did a little play on words. But the Chiefs are already a coin flip team, or, or should be a favorite if Mahomes were healthy. This isn't, again, not disrespecting anybody, but it's not like you're playing some nice, sweet little... T- the New York Giants, had they made the NFC Championship game. Formidable, but you know you're the favorite. This is the Kansas City Chiefs, and you got to be careful. And, and to just hear in real time the reaction to someone important finding out that their home venue has been renamed after a quarterback who has bested his team a few times, let's turn to the New Heights podcast. It's a great name. I like that. With Jason and Travis Kelsey. Travis Kelsey is, as you might know, uh, the very talented tight end for the Kansas City Chiefs. And this is what it sounds like when a really formidable team, when a player on that team who has a Super Bowl, a team that's made four consecutive AFC Championship games, two of the last four Super Bowls, when they hear this kind of overwhelming, overpouring, arrogant self-confidence. Getting everybody fired up. We are the loudest stadium in the world on record. Did you guys break the record this week? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe uh, we're going to have to break it this week because uh, a lot of Cincinnati Bengals fans are calling it Burrowhead instead of Arrowhead. Burrowhead. Whoa. Yeah. No, the that disrespect one, to Arrowhead they're, they're, continues. They're throwing, they're, throwing, they're throwing a lot of bulletin board material out there, Ron. The disrespect. Now, here's the thing. And this is the thing that kind of gave me pause about Hilton. Where I, 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 I'm supposed to give you a take. I'm supposed to tell you what it means. It's, at, it's dangerous waters, but I can't tell, honestly, who it's most dangerous for. Because the easy thing to say to you, the easy thing to think, and my initial reaction when I saw this uh, yesterday as a guy with a connection to Kansas City, I'm not a Chiefs fan per se, but wherever you live, whatever you do for a living, whatever sort of life you've lived, if you, if, you, if you live somewhere that you're not from, but you felt, you know, you felt like a closeness to that community, you, you root for those teams, you root for those communities, blah, blah, blah. I like the Chiefs, even though I'm a miserable Bears fan. My initial reaction was, you guys are idiots. Mike Hilton got caught saying something everybody's thinking. It's bolt and board material for the Chiefs. These guys are, to quote our friend Kirk Morrison, smelling themselves a little too much. But here's the thing, and this is what I, I, was, I was contemplating this morning, and I, can't, I don't know what's true until I see the game. It could be the other thing. It could be that Joe Burrow is so confident, that he is so self-assured that his team will win. That his predictions, and we've had these going back to last year and this year, that every time he plays, they can win. That their window is always. That Remember last year before they made this run, he told everybody, we're a Super Bowl caliber team. And we laughed at him. And maybe that overwhelming confidence, that arrogance, that sense of belief by a quarterback who clearly is a top two, three, four, who cares, whatever it is, quarterback in the National Football League, maybe it actually is infectious. Maybe Mike Hilton running around being like, ah, oh, it's Burrowhead. Although it's ham-fisted and gives me something to talk about and gives Travis Kelsey something to react to, maybe it actually speaks to how much this team, because of their quarterback, believe everywhere they go, they own. Literally. It ain't Arrowhead when we're there. It's Burrowhead. We're going to find out. That is the weight of the pressure and the reality this team carries. And I cannot wait for this football game. By the way, Diesel, again, 
Good morning. I'm sorry, I didn't welcome you on the show. Good morning. Good morning to you. Happy Friday, Bill. I don't. I don't like it. You, you're rejecting the the farmer comparison because like. There's also a lot of folks who come from those communities that go to places like Arrowhead. You know, like I've been there a lot tailgating. What's wrong with being a farmer? Again, it was the tone that you used Mm. in sarcastically complimenting my ensemble. And, yes, I said ensemble. There's a writer family farm that is – by the way, there aren't many writers in the world. This is a total just non sequitur. Uh, There aren't many many writers in the world. You you don't know many, right? Do you know any other writers, R-E-I-T-E-R? No, don't know any others. Me either. I'm reading a book. It's by, uh, what's her name? Lee Berdugo. It's about magic. Don't judge me. It's really, really good. And a character, like a minor character appears. And the character's last name is Ryder. I'm like, oh, that's cool. Turns out it's a supervillain. Every other page now is Ryder's the worst. Ryder's terrible. How do we kill Ryder? It's a little weird. Can I actually, uh, can you send me that, a copy yeah, of that book wanna, after, you, you wanna, after you're done? You want to borrow it? Yeah, I'd love to read it now. Thank God his name is Linus. <laughs> And not William. <laughs> Would have been soup. How many D. Celestinos have you met in your life who aren't your kin? Zero. Not a single one. Yeah, I don't know, man. I mean, I've met a couple writers. There's some, I'm sure he's a nice guy, but some, you know, obnoxious guy named Bill Ryder who's a, you know, drummer. St. Louis, that's awkward. Can't you just go by Willie so I can just have the name? You know what I'm saying? Radio show of the year. Give me my Peabody. Uh, eight, is that what we win? 855-212-4CBS if you want to give us a call. What? Uh, Marconi, Marconi, Marconi. Sounds like macaroni, doesn't it? I don't like macaroni and cheese. Do you? Let's go with Peabody instead. I don't. I don't like macaroni and cheese. It's yes, gross. I love macaroni. And Why? Cheese. I'm a normal person. Eat real. They just sold you on an on an idea. It's like gross cheese and bad pasta. Just make some pasta they and then put some good cheese on it. They didn't sell me on the idea. I've eaten it countless times in my life, and I enjoy it. They didn't sell me on anything. Just go and get a box of, like, real pasta, boil some water, make it separately, and then put whatever you want on there. That's better than the mac and cheese. It'd be like if they renamed hamburgers and they gave you the worst possible meat, and they're like, oh, it's, uh, you know, it's uh, Big Burgers. You're like, oh, i got to have a big... Why don't you just make a hamburger and not eat this crap? It comes out of a box. Isn't that what a hot dog is? A hot dog's a different story. Don't even go down that... My dad sold hot dogs for a living. Don't, don't you dare criticize... I sold pork. Don't you dare criticize the hot dogs. I can't eat put ketchup on my hot dog, though, can you? Give me the mustard all the time. No, I hate mustard. Burrowhead. We talked about this yesterday. It's so easy to look past Kansas City. It is so easy to forget what they've done. It, it is human nature that the improbable loses its awe when we see it again and again and again. That happens in, in big ways and small. It's amazing what human beings can get accustomed to and things that are actually serious or you know, much more interesting than this. I mean, Tom sees UFOs all the time. He won't even talk about it. All right, that part I made up. I wish you did, though. It would be pretty cool. The Chiefs are a force, man. They're a force of nature. They've made – I keep saying this because I just – I feel like the Bengals are someone to cling on to this. They've, won, they've made four consecutive AFC championship games. They've made two Super Bowls. They've won one of those Super Bowls. One of the AFC championship games they lost, the one that wasn't, okay, to Cincinnati last year was against Tom Brady and the Patriots when they lost a coin flip in overtime when he, Brady, and Mahomes were just going back and forth at the end of the game. You knew whoever won the coin flip was going to go down the field, score a touchdown, go to the Super Bowl. That's exactly what happened. The right response from the Bengals is a little bit of holding on to that awe. A little bit of, we can do this, we're better than these guys, sure, but this is a... Making fun of these guys, talking this kind of smack, having this loose confidence, 
that borders on not paying attention to how formidable this team is, I think it's a mistake. I think it's a mistake. And I'm thinking about taking Kansas City when we do picks in about four minutes. I'll let you know. It's a little bit of a surprise. Stick around, Mike Hilton. Let's see whether or not uh, it's Burrowhead or, you know, the place that buries you and your dreams next year. Not you, listener. You're fine, but Mike Hilton maybe next year on CBS Sports Radio. Oh, speaking of Burrowhead, four NFL teams, two conference championship games, only one is there, and only a few more shots to win big on the playoffs with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Counting down to Super Bowl 57, new customers can bet just $5 and get $200, $200 in free bets instantly. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use the code, here we go, Writer, my last name, R-E-I-T-E-R. New customers can bet $5 on the conference championships and get 200 in free bets instantly only on DraftKings Sportsbook with the code Writer, R-E-I-T-E-R, must be present in state where lawful awaits 21 plus in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details and state-specific responsible gambling resources. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. That's 467-369. Void in Ohio and Ontario. Bonus is just one as free bets. One boost per eligible game. Deposit parlay and restrictions apply. Eligibility in terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. Let's go to Andrew first. You know what? No, let's hold that off. Just Andrew, one sec, bud. Um, he's, he's chomping at the bit to talk, but, but, I, but I have a question for D-Cell. Hi, Tom. Hello again. Hello there, Bill. Got a social graces question for you. I want, I want you to weigh in on this. I'm probably not your guy then. Now, you're the guy that says, like, don't give people directions. But let me ask you this. I um, went out last night. I'm on the road. And I went out drinking with a, with a guy, with a buddy. And I thought it was going to be a pretty chill dinner. And, he, and he's like, no, let's go to a dive bar. And I, I was like, okay. So we go to a dive bar. And there's something about dive bars. Maybe it's late at night and everyone's been drinking where people get a little too social for my liking, right? Just random people walk up. like, how's it going? And I think it was going really well before you spoke to me because I didn't come here to hang out with you. I came here, right? Okay. But I can be nice, I can be sociable, and my buddy's like, this is Bill, and he's got a huge, I think he called it a podcast, whatever, radio pod show. <laughs> he speaks into the wind, and people pick up, and the guy is like, oh, what is it? And, and my, my buddy goes, it's writer than, writer than you, right? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, that's what I And this guy, this random dude, is like, I know who you are, I love your show. 
And immediately, I'm like 50% chance he's just lying. Here's my question for you. Would it be obnoxious by someone who's like, I love the show, I'm a big fan, to say, cool, like, what's the name of my producer, or what's your favorite, just to just test him. Yeah, I knew where you were going with this. No, you can't do it. Take not the, cool. Take the hollow, empty compliment and move on. You can't. You can't do it. Because okay. then it gets awkward for everyone when he doesn't know, because he probably doesn't listen. Probably doesn't listen, yeah. We're not on in that particular market, although... With the free Odyssey app, we're on everywhere. You're welcome, America and Odyssey. Um, it reminds me of the time that um, Mark Man, remember Mark Mangino? He was the head coach at you know, <laughs> never, Kansas. I will never forget him. I moved from I covered him a little bit. I was in Kansas City when I was at FoxSports.com. Years go by. I why did I talk to him? I moved to L.A. I'm in the Fox Sports one green room. I have not written a column in three years at this point. Right, I've done nothing but TV and radio. And I can't remember why we, we connected, but we he calls me, and I step out of a room with Donald McNabb and Andy Roddick and Gary Payton making fun of me because that was awesome. And uh, and he's like, hey, Bill, it's Mark Mangino. Just want to reach out. And to cut to the point of the story, he's like, i got to tell you. I'm like, i got to go, man. i got to go on TV. i got to all right, but i got to tell you something. Your columns are amazing. I don't read a lot of work from sports writers because they don't know what they're doing, but I read your work every single week, and it's just the last one you wrote. I'm like, oh, do you remember what it was? I don't remember. It all so good. I've written two years. But what did I do? I just talk about the radio all the time. Okay, good talk. Is, well, did Bogus come to work today? Yes. Oh, he's there. Hi, Andrew. I've got to tell you. Hey, Bill. The updates, the updates you do on Saturdays are the best thing on the network, Andrew. <laughs> I love them. Every time on a Saturday I'm driving in the car and I think there's Bogues. What would you do? Would you just call the guy out or be like, thanks, man, I really appreciate the fake compliment? Um, yes, I would be nice. Yeah, you're a nice guy. Let's do some picks. Let's do some picks. Let's start with Farmer Tom over here. Tommy, till this soil for me. <laughs> AFC championship game. Come on. Uh, I am going to go, I'm going to say the trend continues. Cincinnati wins in Burrowhead. I'm going to lean Whoa. into it. Mm. Another game that's decided by a field goal. Three-point game, Cincinnati wins it. Very specific. We, did you see that Andrew and I both judged you? Uh, yes, but that is the norm around here, so I am very used to it. <laughs> yeah, because you, you can't still go notice. Burrowhead. <laughs> Ooh, I like the Shea hoodie, Oh, Andrew. thank you. I couldn't wear that. I'm not. A, I'm not a fan, but I still think it looks cool. Um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Chiefs. I'm doing it. I'm put. I, I think. I think Mahomes is gonna be good enough to at least be dynamic in the pocket. We'll see whether he can move with any effectiveness outside of it. I think that the really impressive way in which the Bengals and their shoddy's not fair, porous and banged up offensive line protected Burrow. I think he got sacked what one time against the Bills. I don't think it works. I think you're talking about a Chiefs team that's not great defensively but can get pressure on the quarterback. And I think at Arrowhead, Tom, you're going to have a Chiefs team that wins the game somewhat handily. I'm not talking I'm not talking 27 to 10, but I think they I think they win by 9 or 10 points or something in that range. Give me the Chiefs to remind everybody that sometimes it's as simple as they are and will be the better team in the long run. And they are in this game. Mic drop. Oh, yeah. I'm gonna pick Come on, your, tiebreaker. Yeah, I'm going to pick your mic back up uh, and give it to my good friend Tom DiCelestino <sighs> because I'm going to go with him as well. I'm, I'm not going to call it Burrowhead, 
but I will disagree with your last sentence. I think the Bengals are the better team. I you do. The better, the, they are better, and Mahomes, they're lying to us. They're absolutely – somebody lied. Either he didn't have a high ankle sprain last weekend or he's nowhere near as good as he is right now, and the walking boot comes off when there are cameras around and he's limping around practice. He's going to be compromised on Sunday, and they have no room for error against this Bengals team. And because he can't be full Patrick Mahomes, I think Cincinnati beats them again. Here's a friendly bet I have for you. If – you and I are going to bet, Bogus. If the Chiefs win, okay, I come win. Off. On Monday no. for a segment. But if you win, D-Cell's shirt comes off on Friday. No, no, I'm not Deal? falling for this again. No, Deal? not happening. <laughs> Plus, don't you guys remember how awkward you both felt after about, oh, I don't know, two and a half seconds? It was terrible. We should have got in trouble for that. You know what we should do? We should do it next time when there's a fill-in. So it's really terribly awkward. You know, Jody Mack, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, like, Jody, you're not going to understand what's happening right now, but Diesel's taking his shirt off for this segment. Just go with it. <laughs> Mack attack. Although he doesn't, <laughs> I guess he'd have, to, he'd have to be in the city for that to work. All right, so we're, we're on an island here, or I'm on an island. I'm away from you guys. I'm separated by the, the emotional distance that is our, disag- our, our disagreeable level of, uh, of uh, perspective on this game. I'm also going to go with the Niners. I think the 49ers are going to win this game. Um, and one of the reasons, Tom, you actually pointed out to me this morning, so I'm going to credit you for my thinking. This is a Niners. This is a Niners team that is outstanding at stopping the run game, and is outstanding not just at that, but at getting pressure, getting to the quarterback quickly, stopping any kind of movement of the ball on the ground. Not so effective in the air, although they will get like obviously they they get to the QB. That means that Mr. Jalen Hurts is going to have to be really, 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 really good in this game. I think it's a lot to ask against a Niners team that is going to operate on its own offensive end, I think, very efficiently. I don't think Purdy's going to have the come-down game because I think they've constructed a situation where he's not asked to make a lot of really difficult throws. I think I think the Niners are the better team. I think they get the win. I think it's ugly. I think it's something like... You know, 17 or 21 to 13 or 17, you know, somewhere in that range. Give me the Niners. Let me, uh, listener Bryce, who's listening all the time, uh, points out correctly that I've done nothing but just doubt the Eagles at every step of the way this entire season. I continue to doubt the Eagles, and I'm happy to come in Monday and be like, I was wrong, but it's not going to happen because like, uh, like with Kansas City, I, th- I, think, um, I think the less obvious team is the team that wins for me. I'm going to continue that trend, Mr. Uh, MVP finalist Jalen Hurts. He's going to have to throw the ball a ton, a ton in this game. The reason he is an MVP finalist is because of his feet. You mentioned it. Nick Bosa, 18 and a half sacks this year. Just give him the Defensive Player of the Year award right now. This this defense, Fred Warner, Dre, like they're, they're just going to stop this run game, which, Bogus, you saw it firsthand last week, over 250 yards rushing. Against your G-men. That's not happening this week. I don't know how, how banged up that shoulder is for Jalen Hurts. He didn't really. I mean, the game was not meaningful in the entire second half. He's going to be asked to throw the ball, I think, 40-plus times. I and I'm, I'm going with San Francisco in probably a one-possession game. Welcome to the island. I'll be on the Eagles island. I can't believe you're making me be the only person <laughs> backing up my most 
disliked city in America in Philadelphia. So That's your on. most disliked city? I'm a New Yorker. I'm allowed to like Philadelphia. Do you see it the same way, though, that Jalen Hurts is going to have to win this game with his arm? I can't believe that the two of you are putting this game on Jalen Hurts, who's an MVP candidate, and not Brock Purdy, who was nobody two months ago. Brock Purdy was terrible last week. Bill, you said it. He spooked you. He was terrible in particular against pressure from the Cowboys, the best in the first QB pressure team in the NFL in its building is waiting for him on Sunday. I've said this for multiple weeks. There's got to be a Brock Purdy down game. The bottom's got to drop out somehow. It happens on Sunday. And we spent this entire season looking for anyone who could beat Philadelphia. They were always the best team in the NFC. We forgot about it for two and a half weeks. Jalen Hurts is definitely hurt. I can't argue with that. But they're still the best team in the NFC. The Niners have the best chance of anybody beating them. I'd pick San Francisco against any other NFC team on Sunday, but not the Eagles. It is pretty amazing when you look at their at their season, the fact that they've only lost a single game this year when Jalen Hurts has played. Yeah. Yeah. I still, I'm still going. By the way, I think both of these teams, and this is true in the AFC too, right? This isn't, there's no pretenders here. There's no momentum team that's been cool, but it's gonna, I think all four of these teams are outstanding, and it wouldn't shock me if any of these teams win the Super Bowl. But you got to pick one, and I just I think that it turns out that it doesn't matter who or what Brock Purdy is or was. It, it's a distinction without a difference. I think it turns out that if Kyle Shanahan has a quarterback run his offense who is borderline competent in that offense, it's going to be, at a minimum, what we've seen with Jimmy Garoppolo, which is good enough to compete in these games, to be in these games, sometimes to, you know, we know to occasionally win these games. And maybe Purdy is going to be able to be more effective because he doesn't try to do as much as Jimmy G has done in the past. Jimmy G makes one throw last year, one big throw. We have a different Super Bowl. I just, I don't know, man. I don't know why I doubt the Eagles so much because you're right, Andrew. Hurts is great. They're outstanding. Almost every man on the roster. They are probably the best roster in football. Certainly the best roster that's left. The one game they lost that you mentioned to Washington is because the commanders choked the game out. They had the ball for, I think, 39 minutes. Now, the Niners with McCaffrey and Mitchell and short passes are capable for sure of taking time off the clock. And I am spooked by Nick Bosa. And it takes one Bosa hit for that right shoulder to be an issue again for Jalen Hurts. But I still think that Brock Purdy wetting himself in Philly in the NFC title game is the more likely scenario than Jalen Hurts not finishing the game for Philly or being the reason why they can't beat the Niners. I've crossed that test for me. I think he's crossed over to... to he has not seen this yet. Even if that he happens... He was great in the second half against Dallas. He made some big-time throws against Dallas, and the, and the Cowboy defense is legitimate. But the Eagles defense is, is even better, and it's going to be in Philadelphia. That even is if, true. If that happens, if Purdy does wet himself, even if that happens, the defense is going to still keep him in the game. I mean, uh, unless you're talking about four or five turnovers, even if he does what Dak did last week against San Francisco, they're still going to be in the game. Yeah, and, and the Eagles will win 17-9. 17-9. You think Kyle Shanahan's going to – his offense is going to put up three field goals. That's it. They, they got a touchdown against the Cowboys. It's fair. It's fair. But I think I think that he's going to course correct. And I'm not. That was not my prediction to begin with. I'm just answering D. Sales' point of the Niners will keep their them in the game. Sure, and the Eagles will still win a low scoring game because they're going to find the end zone more than San Francisco will. Isn't it interesting how we have four quarterbacks that are playing in in this game? And 
I mean, Mahomes is established, right? We know what he is. You know, wherever you want to place him on the sort of list of quarterbacks all time or this time, the guy's amazing. He's established, okay? Burrow, probably a top three quarterback in the NFL, probably the guy that's going to be the rival of Mahomes. But he's certainly like a star, and we'll establish some of that here. Purdy, whether we disagree, is a really interesting story. Iowa State, Mr. Irrelevant. And Jalen Hurts, maybe doesn't it feel like he's, and I'm guilty of this, not really getting the same level of buzz, excitement, praise as these other guys? Like, he is, to your point, Andrew, he's an, I still think the Niners are going to win, but you're right, I probably do look past a little bit how amazing he is, maybe in part because I don't know that I believe it long term. And because he's hurt. Like, that combo for me, like, I just don't – it doesn't feel like solid ground for me. I think part of what it Jalen is – What Jalen Hurts has done. It, he came into this season not knowing his own franchise, whether he was going to be the quarterback moving forward. Like, there was nothing but question marks yeah. surrounding him. Like, going into the year, Philadelphia might have been drafting a quarterback in this draft. Like, they had – they were not sold on Jalen Hurts. So, I don't think – I mean, look, he's an MVP finalist. He had a great season. Great season. I don't think it's unfair to still have question marks moving forward. Yeah. Oh, you can have question marks. I just don't think he's the qu- the quarterback with more question marks in this game. It's true. I mean, in this moment, in this season, right, it's one thing to be successful in a single NFL season. Hard to do. It's another to be consistently great, right? And, and either way is a level of success. It's amazing. But whatever he is long term, he, he might be the MVP this year. I, I probably would have voted for Mahomes, but... As I'm looking at his game logs here, as I'm thinking about it, in my own accidental disrespect to the Eagles, I mean, they they lost a single game when he played. I mean, he's been an incredibly important part of what is probably on paper the best team in the NFL this year. And even if you think, like, Mahomes fatigue, which we've discussed in the NFL and yeah. the NBA, it's real. The, sometimes we just kind of get bored by guys being great. Maybe Mahomes should be the MVP this year because Tyreek Hill leaves, because they're running in all these new wide receivers and other positions have been different for injuries and whatever, and they still won the AFC West and they were still as good as anybody in the conference. So even if the number one reason why Jalen Hurts becomes MVP is because people didn't want to vote for Mahomes again, he still was remarkable this year. And all of the stuff that Tom laid out from the beginning of the year has mostly been settled. Like that, like it's over. Like there's, there's no more doubts in Philadelphia about him. Like he's their quarterback. He might have for a, now. I mean, right. I mean, of course, everyone's got an expiration date on him, but like he's the guy. There's that debate in Philadelphia is over. Here's what. Here's what I don't know, and I think this is part of my, my doubts too. Part of what Hurts does so well, the RPOs that he runs, right? The the very interesting approach they have to how they utilize him. I'm not sure that's going to be effective against this Niners team. I don't know how many. I mean, Hurts has done it again and again and again. And so it, it clearly, their approach to how they use him and how he operates and his ability to, to to run the ball or to facilitate the run game, you know, whatever choice he makes, it's been amazing at the NFL level and it's it's cool to see. It works. But I'm not sure that it works against the Niners. And if it doesn't, right, you tell me that Mahomes isn't mobile because of his ankle, but he can actually plant his foot and throw the ball, I'm going to bet on Mahomes. You tell me that Jalen Hurts can't be, I mean, he's mobile, but he He's banged up a little bit, and if, if the Niners contain that part of their offense, and he's going to be stuck in the pocket, and he's going to make those throws, my confidence level goes way, way down. So I think part of it, too, is I just think it might be a really bad matchup for a really great quarterback. It's definitely not a good matchup for his physical, his current physical state, and it's not a good matchup right. in general, that's for sure. But, but 
I've been backing the Niners all year long. When we've had this conversation, I've said, even when it was Garoppolo, that they were the team, if you didn't want the Eagles in the Super Bowl, this was your best bet. And now we got the matchup, and in the current situation, 40 hours ahead of time, as good as I think the Niners are, I don't think they can win in Philadelphia on Sunday. I want to establish the bet. If, if was the AFC, though, if, 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 if the Chiefs win... Tom takes his shirt off on Monday. But if the Chiefs lose, I lose, Tom takes his shirt off on Friday? Is that what you established? Nope, not I, at all. Not even close. Yeah, I'm over the shirt thing. I, I yeah. Let's go like this, okay? okay? Let's go like this. If the Chiefs win on Monday, okay. Tom buys me breakfast Monday. If the Chiefs lose on Sunday, he buys Thursday and Friday. It's, a, it's fair. It's a fair compromise. In <laughs> what world is that fair? Tom, the adults are talking about your life. <laughs> um, by the way, I don't know if Tom likes us or not, but I'm not kidding when I say I, 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 I find one song and I just listen to it for like three weeks in a row. I've been listening to I'm So Excited by the Pointer Sisters without a break since I heard it at a bar in New York. And how many times, Tom, yesterday did I just screen grab my phone to prove I was listening to it? I stopped counting after the 17th time. <laughs> just, oh, yeah. You know that scene where, uh, what's his name? Hugh Grant Love actually dances around wherever he's living in that movie? No, you don't. That's been me in my hotel room. You need to go home. <laughs> I'm ready. I go home tonight. <laughs> I'm coming home, kids. Oh, what a great. The Pointer Sisters, man. I was at a dive bar this morning. They didn't have Bob Seger on. It's like a digital jukebox. And the guy I'm with is like, what's your favorite song of all time? And I felt the judgment. I'm like, Against the wind. No Bob Seeger? Oh, you at a heard, dive bar? You heard him correctly, Bogish. Yeah, you said this morning? This morning. You went to oh, a yeah. dive bar? Yeah, things. For choices what get reason? Made. <laughs> a lot of reasons. A lot of things were going on. <laughs> so it was kind of a work thing, and um, I, I told it was going to be a quiet, just a quiet, chill dinner. The person I was, one of the people I'm traveling to, to see was like, I can't go out late. We can't do a nine o'clock dinner. I'm like, oh, thank God. And then I don't know what happened. Like sometimes my own personality. I wish people didn't like me so much, Andrew, when they like me. They also don't like me when they don't. Because next thing I know, it's like I thought he's like getting his Uber. He's like, all right, we're out of out of here. I'm like, all right, man. And then like I'm waiting. I'm like, I guess I was walking to my hotel, and he's like, all right, you ready? I'm like, where are we going? He's get in. I get into the get in. And we just went to a dive bar. At, I don't know, man. One in the morning. I don't know, man. Okay, at least that. I thought you like went there. <laughs> at like eight thirty for some orange juice. Oh, I'm still there. Oh, okay. Yes. Can I have? Can I? Can I have another old fashioned? Thank you. <laughs> and he's fired. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Good talk. I miss you guys. One of you more than the other. Andrew. All right. Uh, let's do this. Let's. Um, oh, you ready? Everything in Carolina is going to be all right. I'll explain here on CBS Sports Radio after we get a CBS Sports Radio update from Andrew Bogish. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 
You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. I love the push and pull of a radio show and the dynamics on it because you hear that that um, rejoin where I sound like an idiot. And if you listen to the show, you know that happens sometimes. But the, the, the context is because I said Tom has a farmer shirt on, D-Cell's like, oh, that's cool. I mean, what, what rejoin do I want today? True or false? Uh, false. I don't know what you're talking about. I am being falsely accused. I planted the seeds, but you harvested them, Farmer Tom, of my own karma. Um, Just wait oh, till no. next hour. <laughs> uh, you broke my brain in the break. I don't know why I brought up, I don't know why I was thinking about this, how dumb Duck Duck Goose is as a game. And I said to Tom, why does the goose have to leave the pond? And D said, well, how did you break my brain? What did you do? What did you? How did you rewrite the universe? Flip the script. Goose, goose, duck. Go for it. Goose, 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 duck. Mind blown. I got a TV show for you before we get to this little NFL news. You ready? I got a new TV show. Another one that you're not going to watch, but you should. Yeah, as long as you know I've only I'm not going to watch it. Only seen half of the first episode, though. Maybe a little more than that. You cannot what? give a it's recommendation great. for half yes, an episode. going to. All right, so I probably watched 40 minutes of the first hour. So more than, more than that. All right? What is that? Two-thirds. 66%. I did the math right there? I think I did. Streaming only. It's on Peacock, which is uh, NBC's thing. You should already have it to watch the Premier League, which I know you do, sucker! Poker face. With the actress, whose name I can't remember, who was in Russian Doll on Netflix. And I've only seen one and a half of those seasons. But she's great. It's a bunch of cameos, apparently, but I've only seen one of the episodes. So it's, you know, amazing. You watch so many shows at once. There's no desire to, like, yeah. finish a show before you start another one? Well, what show am I, am I currently, like, leaving out in the cold here? I don't know. What you... show did I goose-goose-duck here? There's so many recommendations that you give her. Like, give I'm, one. I'm on season three. I'm on season four. We haven't finished season two yet, <laughs> but you should, you'll really like this one, D-Cell. Like, don't you just want to finish one and then start another one? Poker face. She can somehow tell when people are lying. That's the premise. And then... Calamity, and I'm assuming some hilarity is going to ensue. It certainly has in the first 40 minutes of episode one. There's only they only release them weekly. I can't watch. It's really good. It's by uh, Ryan Ryan Johnson, the guy that did I don't know Looper. I think see that too. The Carolina Panthers have hired Frank Reich as their head coach. Um, not a sexy hire, and I, I you know it made sense for Reich obviously to go away to, to to be let go in Indianapolis. I mean, always good to replace him with a potted plant. I'm sorry, excuse me, uh, Jeff Saturday got a little confused <laughs> on the details there. Yeah, uh, but like second chances matter, and learning from your mistakes matter. And I think for Carolina, it's a really really good hire because he has been impressive. You would imagine he's not going to make the same mistake that he made before and bring in Carson Wentz to destroy his career. And um, I, I think he's an adult in the room, Tom. But you made the point this morning that I thought was the most interesting, which is why does he want this job? There's no quarterback. Where do they draft? Ninth, tenth? They are ninth right, ninth right now. Sam Darnold. Not that anybody's clamoring for Sam Darnold, but he is a free agent. So right now he is going to another situation like he just yeah. left. There is no stable quarterback. No quarterback. So here's what, what what it means, right? The guy had a very promising career. You're up one minute. You're 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 down the next in 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 that business. He obviously was not in incredibly high demand. That is not a place for the reasons that you pointed out. And there, it's a really good point that are cla- that's clamoring. People are not clamoring to work there. 
And so it is a marriage of convenience. Carolina gets an adult in the room because they're obviously not going to throw in the towel and be like, we suck, therefore we'll suck forever. And Frank Reich gets an opportunity to do, is rebuild fair? I mean, it certainly is a rebuild from the offensive end of things. I mean, it's a teardown. So if he feels like, and it's a big if, he's going to get the time that he needs. In the NFL, that can be, what, two years, maybe three. It, I, I like it. And, and I know that there's some frustration that, that Steve Wilkes didn't get the job, the interim head coach. But he, and, and look, he did a really nice job. But he went, what, six and six? Was that the, he was, a, it's sort of unfair because they, they trade away McCaffrey. They have quarterback issues. They don't have a quarterback. Quarterbacks they have aren't very good or hurt. You have the entire uh, Baker-Mayfield drama before that is resolved by shipping Baker out to uh, the other coast. But 6-6 six and six is not an overwhelming return. And often when there's a change in leadership in, in any team in p- the professional level, I actually talked to some sources about this very thing this week. I was on the road in great detail. Guys just respond, not because the new coach is amazing, but because the other guy's gone. And I think you run that risk with, with Wilkes. I, I, I like the hire. I, I like the hire not just because I can make the pun, Tom. Everything's going to be all right. Or let me be frank with you. I'll say this much. I'm surprised that Frank Reich was the first head coach off the board. Yeah, and again, I think this isn't a job that it's going to be highly coveted by the highly coveted head coaches. And John Payton, for example, if he's having trouble finding a job, he's just going to wait it out. He's not going to go work in Carolina. The guy is proven. He, I, I'm a huge believer that failure leads to success. So I think there's a real chance like his mistakes he made in Indy are going to be actually part of the foundation for him being a better coach. And if that's the case, I think it's a pretty good hire. Uh, let's get into all this with Nick Costos, our buddy, Odyssey Gambling Insider. He's going to give us all the ways we should be looking at these games from a gambling perspective next year on CBS Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time, baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.